Diva Cup is the world's number one menstrual cup, here to save you from changing your tampon every couple of hours. It's easy to insert, comfortable, and it'll keep you protected for up to 12 hours. Enough time for a couple more episodes of this show. Just saying, get a better way to period. Head to shopdiva.com and get 10% off a Diva Cup with code RADIO10. Conditions apply. Welcome to OSSB Inside and Out, a podcast about staff member and alumni experiences at the Ohio State School for the Blind. Each week, we interview someone from the Ohio State School for the Blind about their experiences. Now, here's your host, Brendan Hamblin. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today, with me in studio, I've got former orientation and mobility instructor, Mr. Phil Northrup from OSSB. How are you doing today, Mr. Northrup? Uh, just fine, Brandon. It's great being here. <laughs> Looking forward to uh, having a chat with you here. It's great having you in studio. It's been a while since I've had someone actually in studio. The last person we had, or I, I had in studio was Miss Mrs. Agler. So <laughs> yeah, everybody else has been through the phones. So Yeah, well, I just live in Delaware, so it's not, it's an easy trek for you. Yeah, it's an easy drive up here, and uh, I thought it'd be kind of fun to do it face-to-face, you know. Definitely doesn't hurt. So, let's start out with how you first got involved with the School for the Blind and where that all started. Well, um, after I finished my uh, program at Western Michigan University... Uh, I worked for a year in Tampa, Florida, with older adults. Uh-huh. And uh, it's cool. kind of wanted to get back closer to uh, Michigan. Uh, Tampa, Florida is a long way away. And uh, so I uh, took a job in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh-huh. And uh, so I worked in Milwaukee, Wisconsin for a year. And uh, the clientele we had there were primarily um, more middle-aged uh, adults mm-hmm. and um, but we still kind of felt like we were detached from our families back in Michigan. I can understand that being yeah. so far away. Well Lake Michigan uh, sits you know right between Milwaukee and where I where I'm from Kalamazoo and so you have a long drive all the way through Chicago and you know it's it was still a long way away. Right. So we um, ended up moving back into the uh, Michigan area, you know, around Kalamazoo for six months. But there really were not enough, um, uh, you know, people to work with to, you know, sustain uh, you know, the family, so right. to speak. So I got, um, you know, busy looking for uh, another job, and there was an opening at OSSB. And uh, I interviewed for it, and I got the job. Yeah, so, I would say you did, because you were my instructor the entire time I was there. <laughs> yeah, we we made a few trips out, outside and uh, did some a few miles uh, traveling around, didn't we? I would say so. We did a lot of traveling over the extent that I was there. Mm-hmm. Are there any—now, you helped out with sports some, correct? Yeah. Are hey. there any sporting events that stick out? Well, you know, I enjoyed, I was a, uh, I majored in uh, phys ed in college, 
and then got my master's in, in orientation mobility. But the so I've always you know enjoyed athletics and right. uh, and watching kids compete. Um, and really, there it seems like almost every time I went to an athletic event, whether it was uh, wrestling or track and field or swimming, um, it was great watching all the students compete. And, um, you know, just like kids in uh, public school, I mean, you know, kids want to be out there having fun and, and whether it's run, <laughs> right. running or jumping or, or what have you, wrestling or swimming, cheerleading, you know, it's, it's, and forensics. I mean, kids like to, you know, get out there and do their best. And um, so I, I don't know that any anything stands out in particular, but um, I just have a lot of fond memories of watching all the students um, compete. compete, right? I can understand that. Um, let's see. Are there any orientation and mobility memories, good or bad, that stick out from students that <laughs> didn't necessarily get the message of what you wanted them to do? Like, I know I, <laughs> I know I had a couple of those moments. Sure. Well, the um, I think. Um, <laughs> one of the, the funniest things, uh, and I don't know if you had experienced this or not, um, but we, um, you know, frequently would get on a bus at the Graceland Mall. Right. And we'd ride the bus from, from the Graceland Mall to downtown Columbus to do a downtown lesson. Then we'd, uh, frequently we'd do a round trip. Right. But I've had... Um, <laughs> I'm sure eight or ten students who would fall asleep on the bus on the way down to downtown. It's a, around a 30-minute uh, bus trip. Right. And uh, <laughs> so, you know, I, I talked to the students about, hey, you got to pay attention. you got to keep track of, you know, where you are. You know, talk, Right, so talk, you don't get lost. Yeah, you know, talk to the driver, ask them, you know, are, are we getting close to Broad Street, you know. Right. And... uh it's kind of funny because I really didn't have that many students that missed their stop. Um, ironically, it seemed like they would typically wake up once we got near the downtown area. Right. And I think it's, you know, because we started hitting more frequent stops. Probably, you know, that would probably be what I would think. Yeah, it would wake them up. Right. But uh, you know, I'd, I'd be on the, the bus watching kids... Uh, and and just taking the bus ride with them, but uh, I'd usually right. usually be in a different seat um, nearby. You know, yes, but um, you know I'd have kids boy their heads tossed back and their mouth is <laughs> wide open. They're falling. They've fallen asleep, and <laughs> <laughs> so you know things like that are uh, you know kind of you know fun memories of some of the mobility trips. Right, and I know I missed a couple stops here and there, but you were in the van. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Be- behind the bus yes so that was interesting yeah probably for both of us but yeah that was interesting um did you go on any uh school trips whether it be to washington dc or any other field trips that sure big field trips yeah well um i can't remember yeah the <laughs> Well, for, for about five years, uh, I did the close-up program, and uh, Bev Kessler uh, did that before I did. She was our librarian. Uh-huh. And um, 
So before Miss Brown. Yes. So um, I took over the close-up program, and uh, you know I took students to Washington D.C. Usually two or three students at a time, and we'd spend a week in D.C. Um, you know, kind of uh, the close-up program handles most of what um, goes on. Right. But we get to meet with our um, congressmen, uh, you know, who represent the Columbus area. Mm-hmm. You know, we've met John Glenn. Uh, you know, got to you know sit in his office and along with the students and talk to them about you know what's going on in in, in their office. Right, um, and John Glenn's actually been to OSSB before. Yes, and I met him there as well. So, uh, kind of fun to have done that. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. But I've, um, yeah, I went on. Uh, you know, of course, I think just about everybody at OSSB um, participates in some of the daily, you know, trips of uh, you know going to um, apple picking or right. you know, you know, pumpkin picking or. Um, you know, some of those kinds of field trips. Right. But, um, yeah, I've been on some band trips. Um, you even volunteered to be a marching assistant for the St. Patrick's Day Parade in 2011, I think, because I've got a picture of you in a red jacket. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> I, uh, it was a cold day, if I remember correctly. If I remember correctly, too, I believe it was, because I was there. Yeah, and... And I guess part of that, uh, you know, and the school, you know, functions better when everybody kind of pitches in. Right. And I've always kind of felt that, um, you know, my main job was to, you know, teach orientation and mobility. But uh, aside from that, you know, um, you know, helping out with that athletic events and going on some sports trips and. And helping out wherever you can. Yeah. It just makes everything uh, work a little better, I guess. Right. I would agree. Mm-hmm. And OSSB is, and I've we've stated this in previous episodes, OSSB is a family environment. Yes. Would you agree? Oh, yeah. I, I Very much so. It's um, like family first, education second, or somewhere. Well, they're pretty closely connected, for sure. True. But, yeah, I think it's a real special um, environment that... Uh, you know, the relationship that, you know, the students have with the staff, uh, I think it lends itself to, um, you know, a, a nice learning environment, you know, because, you know, you're, you don't have large classrooms with 25 other students in there. and <laughs> Right. At most, I think you've got like, what, eight or? Yeah, about that. Typically, yeah, at OSSB anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and frequently, you know. Sometimes it's five or six kids in a class. and Exactly. So teachers and, and the staff, you know, really get to know the students quite well, and the students get to know their teachers very well. And Right. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a great learning environment. So you retired which year? A year ago. Aha. Come, You've been come, gone a year. Yeah, just about a year now, so. You retired at the end of February last year, if I'm not mistaken, That's, or about yes. mid-February. Well, end, end of the month. Yeah, somewhere in there. And I think I would have probably gone a few more years, but my knees kind of... Um, Bothering you? Well, they kind of told me it was time to retire. 
I've had, sometimes you got to listen to your body and do what it says. Well, so, I, which is understandable. And I, and I've had two surgeries on the right knee here, and um, well, that's understandable. So well, and your yeah, yeah and, and your, when your job requires you, you to walk a lot, right? You to be able to walk around and you know, right? Boy, it's there were a lot of days when uh, I thought, oh man, this is going to be a long day. <laughs> So, what have you been up to since since retiring? Um, How's retirement treating you? Well, it's great. Um, yeah, enjoying it. Um, my wife and I moved into a new house. Uh, I was telling you before we got on air, right? Um, so, kind of busy with um, moving currently, but um, you know, just in Delaware, Ohio. But um, between uh, retirement and now, uh, you know, I've gone out golfing. Uh, you know, a moderate amount with uh, uh, Mr. Heath is uh, one of my golfing buddies. and uh, Mr. Now, Heath's a good guy. Yeah, he's a great guy. And uh, we get uh, together with Mr. Peter Fish. I think you, you remember Mr. Peter Fish. Yep, I've worked with him up or on the parent-teacher staff board for, well, until he resigned from that. So, mm-hmm. And I've got him scheduled for a couple weeks after this episode airs for... For him to come on the podcast, so oh, that'll be good. Great. Yeah. Um, well, we've been out with, uh, I know you remember Mr. Shaw. Yep. And uh, Mr. Ramsey's been out with us. And, um, yeah, we typically, we uh, bang the ball all over the golf course. So we get to we get to see lots of the golf course, as we, as we <laughs> like to say. Nothing wrong with that. But, no, we have a lot of fun. And, and I've been, uh, you know, playing tennis. I've always enjoyed uh Enjoyed that. I play doubles tennis now, though. Aha. Uh-huh. You know, my again, my knees can't handle singles tennis. There's too much running. Right. But in uh, in doubles, the the running requirements uh, tremendously reduced. So you get to stand there and serve the ball, or if you're playing at the net, you just have to, you know, take a step to your right or left, that kind of thing. So right. A lot easier on the legs. <laughs> <laughs> right. Have you been keeping up with OSSB and what's been going on um, in general or what have you? Well, I wouldn't say, you know, real closely. I, I keep in touch with um, Rachel Smith and Mary Swart out in the O&M department, of course. Right. And um, and I was over at school for the uh, the auction, you know, the... Silent auction. The silent the, auction. For Christmas. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I picked up a couple of nice items there. <laughs> They always have some nice items. Yes. Always have. Yeah. So I and I um I know I'm gonna be over at OSSB this spring. I've gotta um get together with Mrs. Smith to um as part of um maintaining my certification in orientation and mobility, you there's some work that I need need to do. So uh-huh. so I'll be stopping in and talking to her and but, nothing, nothing wrong with that. Well, and I, I keep in touch with Mr. Heath, you know, quite a bit, and uh, right, and Mr. Grimm, you know, Steve Grimm is. Uh, Mr. Grimm's a good guy. Yeah, he's a good guy, and uh, you know, I try and keep in touch with him as well, and um, yeah, Mr. Nixon, you know, and uh, Mr. Nixon's no longer in history. He's I moved heard that. to yeah. the step program, so there's been some staffing changes, or oh mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Staffing changes because people have left or retired or what have you. Sure. Or moved positions. Yep. Which happens. Yep. It's oh, part yeah. of life. Yes, exactly. Something better comes up, take it. 
or what have you. Um, <laughs> did you help out with swimming at all? Yes. Because uh, swimming is a big part of OSSB PE classes. Well, for uh, four years, I helped coach the swim team with uh, uh, Miss Shaw. And, uh, I think I remember those days. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> you know, that was a lot of fun. You know, we had some, uh, obviously, some uh, trips uh, on the bus. I mean, I remember one to Wisconsin. Boy, that was a long trip. Uh, on the bus, is, any trip is a long. Yeah, well, we except had. Except for, especially those several hours. Yeah, well, you know, the Kentucky and Tennessee aren't bad. Right. And Indiana. It's of only course. four. Well, Kentucky's, what, four hours there, four hours back? Yeah. That's not bad. Indiana's a little more than three, maybe, and Tennessee, I think, was six. That's that's not overall not too bad. Well, we got into uh, a few trips, you know, going to conference meets that were, um, you know, I, and I can't remember if it was a conference meet or not, but, you know, going to Wisconsin and going to uh, St. Louis. Right. And, uh, you know, Kansas. Boy, those are long trips on a bus. Um, I, I can imagine, especially Kansas. Yeah, long, long way. <laughs> <laughs> but still, it was a lot of fun, you know. Right. I would say so. Yeah. Sounds like a lot of fun. Um, let's see. You started at OSSB what year? Uh, 86. Aha. So you were there a long time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, you know, I, pretty close to, you know, not quite 33 years. It's not bad. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I'm trying to think. I'm running out of questions. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, since I graduated in 2016, I went to the Ohio Media School for radio and television broadcast, and as Paul James was saying earlier, before we got on the air, I've been in and out of this studio or this station since I was knee high to a grasshopper. Mm-hmm. So I've had my foot in this station's door since I can, for as long as I can remember, having Grandpa work here from '88 to '06 or '07 <laughs> got me interested in doing what I got to do for almost three years up until January, sometime in January when they let me go, mm-hmm. which was a struggle, but I'm back. Mm-hmm. They let mm-hmm. me come back and record my podcast, and they host it, so yeah, there's a plus. Sure, sure. <laughs> and I got all the training I need, so hopefully if I find another job in radio in the future, it'll stick. Right, right. Granted, the automation programs will be different, but that's as to be expected. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Anything else from OSSB from your time or any memories, any experiences, what have you that stick out? Um, well, you know, you kind of went through the uh, transition and the the building of the new school. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. You know, and I think that was real interesting. Um, yeah. You know, it was about a, I think from the time they actually started first talking about it until the time they f- 
finished it, it was a six or seven year it process. Seemed, it seemed like it went on forever. Yeah, it did. <laughs> um, but it, uh, you know, love the new building. You know, and uh, you know, I'm really happy that we still have um, the and, and use a lot of of the old uh, OSSB. Right. The and, good building, as I call it, because that's the one I've got most of my memories in. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's, yeah. I guess you know the and. How many different schools have you been to, Brandon? I've been to, if you if you don't include pre-K, I've been in two, Mongolia School District and OSSB. Well, how about the residential schools, other, other blind schools that you've been to? I've been to, let's see, I believe I've only been to Indiana and Kentucky. Okay. Well, I, you know, I've got to tell you, um, I've been to quite a few in the Midwest here, and I've always loved OSSB's campus. I think Me it's, too. <laughs> it's situated in a, in a beautiful setting. Right. Um, you know, I love the fact that we're, we can walk down to High Street and we can, you know, catch a bus right in front of the school. Right. And obviously it, it lends itself real well to orientation and mobility. And I've been to some of the other schools. I've probably been to eight or nine other schools, and a lot of them are kind of way out in the country and way out uh, in the boonies. Yeah, they're you know so there's no easy access to public transportation or yeah. what have you. Right. So that you know, usually, you know, and even like in the um, after school, if students want to go off campus, right, um, they almost can't. Because there's nothing that's within walking distance. Right. And I've always thought, you know, our school was in a great spot. Um, so, uh, and I think the Missouri school is kind of in a, a very urban setting. And uh, they, they really don't have much of a campus at all. I think they only have a couple acres. Wow. And uh, And the environment that it's in, you know, doesn't lend itself well for having students travel off campus. I mean, I don't know right. if they do or don't, but, right. um, I, I, you know, it's not like OSSB. Right. If I remember right, Kentucky's, Kentucky School for the Blind is in in the city, correct? Or am I well, remembering kind of wrong? Yeah, it's, <laughs> I wouldn't say it's in the city. Um, I'm not sure how close it is to town, but there's, I don't really think there's a lot of places where students can go off campus and, um, you know, like an Arby's or, a, um, you know, UDF, or, you know, where they right. could, could get some ice cream or, you know. A sandwich, right. Yeah, I mean, we've got Arby's, you have Cane's Chicken now, you have the Graceland Mall, yep. Wendy's, you know, when, all those places are really easy to get to. Right. You and I visited the Arby's and... Wendy's, they're along High Street quite a bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we also, if I remember right, we visited the Canes when it first opened mm-hmm. there a couple times. Sure. But, yeah. <laughs> well, part of, you know, I always felt, Brendan, that, um, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, experiences that students have when they're younger— um, you know, sometimes they're 
And a lot of it depends on the, the home environment. Right. Um, if their parents, you know, take them into uh, a business, whether it's, um, you know, CVS Pharmacy or um, a Kroger right. or and, and have them, you know, you know, help out getting some items that, that are in the store. Right, um, exactly. And, you know, I've had students that were 15 years old that have never, you know, they gone had... Gone grocery shopping? Well, or they've never even gone into a store like a, a Dairy Queen and ordered something for themselves. So I always felt like um, I want my students, you know, to have those experiences. And, and to know what to do when something comes up. Sure. Well, it, it's exchanging money. Right. You know, it's being able to read the menu. Can you find the menu? Do you need a monocular to help you find the to, to read the menu? Right. Um, Do you need a braille menu? Yeah, and and ex- exchanging money, you right. know, because a lot of our students, um, you know, don't have a ton of experience exchanging money. They might be, you know, twelve, thirteen, fourteen years old, and they've their parents have done that for them. Right. And so I always like to give, you know, students, you know, plenty the of opportunities. Yeah, it's right. opportunities. Get out there and, you know. A lot of times I'd give students a, a dollar or, or two dollars and I'd send them into a CVS and have them find a shaving cream for me. Or I'm a, sure you did that with me once or twice. I'm sure. You know, it, it could be a <laughs> tube of toothpaste or it might be a pack of M&Ms. Right. It could be cookies know. from Target. <laughs> right. could be Tate's, chocolate chip cookies from Target. Right. <laughs> or Milano's. <laughs> I remember you having me find the Milano's at Target quite a few times. They're at Graceland. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's, a, it's a great cookie. <laughs> it is. It is a good cookie. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. Well, let me ask you, Brenda. Do you have any any um, mobility lessons that um, you kind of look back on and go, wow, that was, uh, you know, a struggle interest- or... Yeah, and what it, have you? Sure, either an interesting <laughs> day or or anything that jumps out to you, you know. Um, I think the main ones that stick out to me are the ones that, and I don't remember if it was one, one, two, three, or however many, but I know that there was a couple times that I missed the stop <laughs> <laughs> for the bus. Uh huh. That I was supposed to get off on, so that was <laughs> definitely interesting. And then working in downtown Worthington, mm-hmm. any of those, or going to the library, going into the shops there along High Street, mm-hmm. what have you, those are always some of my favorite ones. Yeah. Well, the, you know, interestingly enough, um, a lot of times when... Uh, you know, if a student's riding a bus and they miss their bus stop and they sort of become aware that, hey, I think I've gone too far. Right. Uh, those are the those are good lessons frequently because um, that's how you learn. You know, it's um, you know, you, you missed your stop and, you know, typically we wouldn't let you go too far past like if in the situation you talked about earlier right you know i would drive the van up in front of the bus and i'd i'd try to stop the bus well i might get i I might get drive half a mile ahead of the bus and and then i'd you know get (laughs) off and wait at the next right stop right wait a couple of stops ahead and then i'd get you off the bus right but those are the the lessons that you remember right and uh 
sometimes uh, it's advantageous for us when a lesson doesn't go quite as planned. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes it's not bad. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's right. And I also remember you, um, we went to the State Tower, I think, Mm -hmm. in in downtown Columbus. Mm -hmm. And I remember you putting me under the state seal. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why this one sticks out. Probably because I've still got the picture on my phone somewhere. Uh Um, Taking a picture of me underneath the state seal that was up on the wall. Yeah, yeah. Well, I always like to, um, you know, give, you know, students, uh, you know, a a chance to, to see some of that. Uh, you know, being here in, in Columbus, um, you know, we had, um, you know, City Hall, right. which is downtown, and, and that's where the, the city of Columbus um, is run. Right. We have the, the Franklin County building, because Columbus sits in Franklin County. Right. And then we have the, the state capitol building and, and the federal building. Right. So you really have, you know, four seats of, of government that are all... In here, Columbus. Here in Columbus. So um, I always like to, you know, give students chances to, you know, see where all of that works, you know. and uh, Right. So, yeah, it's all, all good stuff. It's just the introducing all of us students to the outside world of OSSB mm-hmm. and what to be prepared for initially. Sure. Mm-hmm. Now, I forget where I was going to go. <laughs> I'm not even sure where I was going to go, to be honest. Um, you were on lunch duty. Yeah. I'm not sure what this has to do with anything, but <laughs> I'm sure there are some memories from lunch duty that stick out, helping out in the dining rooms or um, in the gym after everybody yeah. got done eating. Uh, you know, I mean, I wouldn't say anything, you know, Tremendously unusual. Right. You know, it's kind of a, a time for, um, you know, everybody to, of course, grab a bite to eat and then, you know, go and relax. Um, in the gym. In the gym or, you know, when the weather was better in the in the spring or fall, you know, maybe go out to the playground areas. and Right. Um, and before the new school was even thought of, uh-huh. going out to the big toy. Sure. Out front. Yeah. Before that got moved to about where the old driveway was. Yeah, it's current spot. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you know, it's, of course, when the weather's uh, was nice, um, you know, it's a little bit of a time to relax. Um, you know, it wasn't like an hour. It was, you know, 30-minute type of a break. Right. But... Um, I don't even think it was 30 minutes, was it? Close to it. You oh, know, yeah, because... 32 minutes maybe or 12:10 was about the time that everybody went to the gym and it was about 12:26 that I think sixth period started so mm-hmm. it was give or take 20 to 30 minutes yeah not too bad yeah but i mean every school's got uh, a little lunch break in there so i i don't think ours was too unusual right <laughs> now they've got two separate lunches yes cuz they don't u- utilize all four dining rooms from what i understand well, and part of that was, um, you know, the younger kids and the older kids, um, when when the, the kids were having lunch at the same time, 
they would be in the gymnasium at the same time and right um you know sometimes you'd get older kids that would uh um you know be uh, like on the the gym mats at the same time some younger kids are on the gym mats right and you know the younger kids are a lot smaller than, <laughs> right. the, than the high school kids and some, there's more opportunity for injury well and we had some kids that um you know where older kids kind of inadvertently you know either rolled into or you know had some you know mishaps kind you could call them that not intentional right but uh yeah you kind of wanted to avoid that stuff and uh so we i think that was part of the reason part, they flipped switched it up yeah part of the reason to to separate them so not a bad thing right and then i remember the in elementary they let the kids trick or treat around OSSB mm-hmm. probably because at least i think this is why is it because some of the kids don't get to go out and trick or treat in their home districts oh i'm i'm sure um yeah the at least that's what i would think yeah well and you never know uh, you know how many of our students you know in their home setting live in a um a rural kind of area Right, where they wouldn't really have an opportunity to um, go trick go trick or treating. So, I, yeah, I thought it always was a pretty special day around school when all the elementary kids get dressed up and you know go around trick or treating. I think it's uh, you know been going on since I was uh, started there, and I think it's it's a neat neat thing. So uh, right, and I know that when you guys moved upstairs to the old high school to the old English room, to be exact. Um, not that some of the listen, listeners would know where that is, but still, mm-hmm. you and I know where it is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Pat Wilson's old room. Correct. <laughs> um, you would turn that hallway into a quote-unquote scary, fun environment. Sure. Have the lights off and have it all spooky and what have you. Well, you know, Donna Cortica and... Um, it was really a hallway well, effort. Well, sure. And then uh, Michelle Johnson, right. you know, Rachel Smith and Mary Swartout. Miss um, Kaplan. Yeah, Miss Kaplan. Um, you know, there was a lot of uh, you know people that pitched in on that. And uh, so it's um, it was a lot of fun, for sure. Right. I'd imagine they're still doing that. I would imagine so. so. I haven't seen any pictures lately, so I uh-huh. would... Assume so, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and even when you guys were down in the old nurses area, mm-hmm. at the back of the building, you guys would kind of do the same thing to an, to your office extent. Mm-hmm. As much as we could, but we had a right much smaller area to work with. <laughs> but, Still uh, made it work. Yeah, yeah. We gave it a try. <laughs> right. What is the most special time of the year around OSSB would you say um whether well, it be which holiday well you know I, I think a couple things stand out to me um you know I think the time between Thanksgiving and Christmas is always a lot of fun uh there's a lot of you know kind of excitement um you know everybody's anticipating the the concert 
you know, right. coming up. Um, and Christmas break. Yeah, and who doesn't like a break? <laughs> uh, the students and especially the staff. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it's, and it, the time really goes fast, you know, from Thanksgiving to Christmas. Oh, well, yeah, it does. And I think the other time of year is uh, that's that was always a lot of fun for me was um, when we, we got to the point where um, – you know, we started rehearsing for graduation, yeah. and you know, you're kind of approaching the end of the school year, and um, and of course, that, that yeah. was a tough time for me because I really didn't want to leave. <laughs> sure. Well, yeah, you know, when you've been someplace for um, x amount of years, so many years, it, you get pretty comfortable with that, and right, um, yeah, but it's uh, on to bigger and better things, and. So it was always exciting, I think, uh, approaching graduation day. And, you know, we once you get into May, you know, the weather starts... Uh, getting nice. Oh, and that's getting, when things really start picking up around OSSB. Yeah. You know, the, the weather's great. Um, it's like know. one minute it's the first, the next minute it's the end of the month or graduation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't blink or you'll miss it. <laughs> yeah. T- time goes quick. <laughs> Um, let's see. Trying to think. Anything else you'd like to add from your time that we may have missed? Well, um. Or didn't touch on? (laughs) Well, I I don't know. It's, um, you know, I've got, you know, really nothing but uh, fond memories of working at OSSB. And, you know, I've had, uh. I, you know, the benefit of working with so many really nice people, right? Um, you know, from the, you know, the leadership, you know, with, uh, Lou Mazzoli and Jerry Markham, and, um, you know, before that, you know, Dennis Holmes was our superintendent, and right, Bill Bowling was our principal for many years, right? So we've had, I think, you know, um, I, I I've been real fortunate, you know, in that. Um, you know the leadership and the and all of the teachers that I worked with, um, you know the entire staff um, right. has been wonderful to work with, and you know and I've had just uh, of course I'm a little biased about orientation mobility because it was uh, it's such an important you know part of what goes on at OSSB right and um, I would agree well it's work you know if people can't travel. Um, it makes everything pretty hard. Right. But everything, I think everything that goes on at OSSB is real important. And it's to me, it's kind of like a puzzle, and all the pieces uh, have to fit together. Right. You know, you need all the pieces there. and Or uh, something just doesn't work right or feel right. Well, the, and you can't put the puzzle together, you know. If you don't have all the pieces. Right. right. Yeah, whether it's uh, math or, you know, science or history or... Um, you know, music or yeah, exactly, Spanish or what have you. Yeah, so so everything has to has to be there, and um, but yeah, I, I felt real fortunate that I kind of fell into the um, orientation mobility, you know, as a career, got lucky for sure, and right. uh, ended being a you know wonderful experience, and and I've told I've told this to people. Um, uh, many many times, that there was never a day that I 
came into to work at school where I, I wasn't excited about coming into work and, you know, wasn't, oh, yeah, I can't wait to get this day going and, and working, right. working with you guys. Right. Working with the students. And, um, you know, I probably, um, you know, had, had almost too much fun on my job. <laughs> I felt like, you know, it was always fun. My gosh, I loved what I did. I just wish my knees would have held up a little bit better. I might have, might still be working. You know, right. But, uh, it's not a job if you love what you do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They say if you if you love your job, you never have to work a day in your life. Exactly. So I felt like that was my situation. So. And then something that popped into my mind while you were talking. Were you one of the staff members that we taped to the wall for, I forget, some <laughs> fundraiser? For? Fortunately, no. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was Dr. I, Lou, yeah, Nixon. I, maybe Mr. Shaw, was he? Maybe. I know Mr. Kelly was there. Uh-huh. I know it was Nixon, Mr. Kelly, and Dr. Lou. Okay. I don't remember who the fourth one was. Maybe it was Ralph Maravola. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. I'm just glad it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> I can understand that. I wouldn't want to be duct taped to a wall. Yeah, it was brutal. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get all the tape off your clothes? No, thank you. <laughs> um, and then I think I am out of questions for now. Oh, I'd um, love to come back sometime if you ever, uh, you know few years down the road if you want to uh re uh convene here and we can do that look back at you know memories and stuff that'd be great we can do that i think that'll do it for this episode thanks for tuning in don't forget to like us on facebook follow us on instagram and twitter and search for us by searching ossb inside and out podcast you'll find us we should be the only one that pops up Follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get get your podcasts. And until then, bye for now. Thanks for joining us this week on OSSB Inside and Out. Make sure to follow us on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching for OSSB Inside and Out Podcast. Make sure you don't miss any future episodes. You can find us on all the major podcast platforms. Thank you for listening. What's up? Ohio Jones here. There's lots of famous Joneses out there, but I'm the one who realized there's treasure to be found all over Ohio. For example, there's this new Ohio Lottery scratch-off I play called Treasure Hunt. No fights, no whips, no dangerous traps. Just way better odds of hitting it big. And at only five bucks, every excursion is super affordable. So yeah, I might not be the most famous of Joneses, but I am the one they're all trying to keep up with. Play Treasure Hunt and have your own adventurous fun today. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly.